Angie and Janelle podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Hello, Wickedy Whack Wednesday. Good morning, Angie. Good morning, Janelle. Morning. Morning. Uh, good morning to all those of you listening to us on the iHeartRadio app, on your smart speaker, and driving in on the old car radio. If you're driving and picking up somebody from the airport, as I was doing last night, picking up my wife and son from their trip, uh, they were in Toronto for the last couple of days, you're not allowed to park very long at arrivals. This is something new that you've learned. <laughs> yes, I, I found out last night, and uh, I said to the lady, my wife will be out in like two minutes. She's like, you can't wait here. You have to keep moving up. Mm-hmm. So I moved up, moved up, and she came back. She said, you can't wait here. I'm like, you just told me that five minutes ago. What do you want from me? <laughs> yeah, it used to be understand. you could pull up to arrivals. You could wait there on the curb, and you know your guests would come out with their bag. They'd load it up, and you could go. But now they have a text parking lot. So you pull up um, to the text parking lot. You wait there until your person that you're picking up is actually outside the terminal and standing at one of the posts and says, hey, I'm standing at post 12 or whatever it is. So then once you get the text, you've secured the package, then you can come around, then they can quickly load their bag in, then you keep going. You can't wait there and idle there anymore. But is the airport sending you the text or you're... Like no, my wife would have sent that. Okay. She would. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The airport <laughs> doesn't text you. Your passenger <laughs> has arrived. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh my god. No, but I was uh, I was remarking like all of the different changes at the airport. I mean, I flew for the first time last week since uh, we, we, like we lost the last three years, so I don't even know <laughs> when the last time I flew was. But like, used to be able to like check in. And then you would go, and you would go down the escalator, yeah. and then security would be down there. It's all changed. So now you just go around. There's like a whole new, bigger security area. On the, okay. And just like I was like, I don't even know this airport anymore. Did they make you take off your shoes going through security? Uh, no, we didn't have to take off okay. our shoes. No, actually, they were pilot testing a new security uh, baggage check. And you know how you usually have to put your stuff in the bins and you have to take your electronics out of your bag and you have a laptop or whatever? Mm -hmm. You don't have to do that anymore. Oh my gosh, that would save so much time. 100%. Well, you would think. But they were testing this thing when we were there. So it wasn't any good. So we put all of our bags in a bin and that was it. We just walked through. Nothing had to be, you know, taken out, like I said. But when we got to the other side... They were having uh, problems uh, with the image scanner. Right. So every single one of our bins, my kids' bags, <laughs> my bag, my husband's bag, had to all go back and get scanned through again to the whole roller thing. And so they were having trouble pulling uh, photos. But once they get it down, yeah. it will be a time saver. Because mm-hmm. honestly, I think that's what takes the longest. Everyone yeah. having to pull out their lamp. Because pull out the liquids. Pull out the that you know. before you get there. But where are you supposed to put all that crap? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Like, no, it's true. Where do you put all of those things when you're already ca- carrying a couple extra bags and now you're supposed to, yeah, hold your liquids, hold your electronic, hold your char- charger for yeah. your laptop? You don't have the hands to do that. You can only do it when you get there. Yeah. So. Yeah. It will be it will be great to not have to fumble because half the time people don't know what they're supposed to take out. Like, exactly. Do I leave my phone? And then they walk through security holding their phone. No, yeah. you got to go back. You got to put yeah. your phone in a bit. Like, it it's, like, it's like the first time anyone's ever flown every time they're walking through an airport. Yeah. I remember when we were flying. <laughs> Flying down to uh, where did we go? Uh, Bar- where did we go? Barbados. 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 Yeah. I remember going through the uh, security line. I didn't take out anything. Like I took out my phone, but I didn't take out my laptop. So, <laughs> <laughs> give this man a full body scan. And <laughs> we laughed at you. Yes. When you think useless, think of Stu. Hey everybody, welcome. 
Welcome. It's Stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on Move 100. Well, he's one of the biggest stars on the planet, Leonardo DiCaprio. You guys a fan of him? Yeah, Mars, he's, yeah. Uh, he is one of those like really great actors who can play a range. Yes. Yeah, he right? does. Yeah. He can play any role, really. I love them in Catch Me If You Can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, The Reverend, he was yes. incredible in that. Yeah. Who, what's eating Gilbert Grape? Like, that was mm-hmm. his breakthrough. Like, the role he played, uh, unbelievable. Wasn't he on that uh, 80s, um, wasn't he on Growing Pains? Yeah, he was. He yes. was that adopted kid or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So do you, know, do you know where Leo got his name from? Leonardo da Vinci? <laughs> I don't know. Actually, his mom was looking at a Leonardo da Vinci painting at a museum in Italy when Leo first uh, kicked in for her. And that's why he's named Leonardo. First kicked in? Like, yes. like he kicked her for no, no, the no. first time? No, when like the name when kicked in pregnant. for her. Oh, oh I, thought I thought you, you meant like he kicked in her no, stomach. No. And she was no. like, oh, I'll name too. him Leo. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, so... Is oh, actually, was... no, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Leonardo da Vinci painting at a museum in Italy when Leo first kicked. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yes. That, yeah. Now just, that makes sense. You took sense. that as he first kicked in for her, whatever yes. that means. <laughs> she, she first <laughs> started realizing I miss, she liked her oh. kid. I misread it. Mm-hmm. These are all from my brain, by the way. I, I just marked okay. them down. Okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so the, she got the sign. <laughs> mm-hmm. How do you rate that fact from 1 to 10? 1 being the worst thing you've ever heard, The best thing. Uh, 10 being the best thing you've ever heard. Well, the delivery lacked something. <laughs> uh, what are you going to give it? Um, in the end, I liked it. Uh, I think I'll give you an eight this morning. Thank you, Janelle. Angie? In the end, I'll give you a. Uh, I'll give you an eight as well. Okay. Uh, to the scores, we go 10, 0, 30. Landscape Lady gives me a seven this morning. Not really mind-blowing, but still okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Okay, let's see what else we had here. Texting your scores to 10, 0, 30 on a scale of 1 to 10. What you think of this useless fact? Dandy Andy gives me a preemptive 10, Stu. Don't fail me. I he didn't. Gave, he yeah, gave preemptive. that to you before you even gave out the fact. <laughs> uh, Connie, the wound care nurse, is giving you an 8, despite the fact of how it was delivered, because yeah. you butchered that a little bit. I thought it was delivered great. I He's gave got you one a, sentence to say, and he can't even no. sit. Once her kid right. kicked in on her. <laughs> well, I mean, if you read it fast, that's what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you do. Oh boy, not a fan of this fact. Two out of ten doesn't want to be in the Hall of Fame, Gusto. Oh, oh he doesn't even want to be in your Hall Fine, of Fame. Fine, Gusto. Anymore. I'm going to kick Gusto out of Barhead, wow. too. See, Hall of Famers as well, Ghost Rider and his dad, Pierre the Dehydrated Frenchman. Oh, Stu, had you not botched the delivery, we would have given you more than an eight, also. <laughs> Stuart's number one favorite fan is his neurotic mama gives him a 10. Thank you, mother. She has no other comment other than that. <laughs> uh, Sleepy Lee's 10. That's a cute fact. I get a kick out of hearing how people choose names. Mm hmm. Yeah, and a kicking eight from Peter Piper. Thank you very much. There you go. You need a kick in the head, but you did good. (laughs) Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, politicians usually work really hard on their perfect quotes and sound bites, never want to <laughs> ruffle any feathers. And then there's the mayor of Peterborough, Diane Tarion, because there was, of course, a very wild scene that played out in Peterborough over the weekend. These uh, QAnon followers trying oh. to 
miserably <laughs> failed uh, to arrest Peterborough police officers uh, for their role in Canada's oh. rollout of the vaccines. So mm-hmm. there was they were coming in trying to arrest the police officers, but it turns out they got arrested and you know hauled <laughs> off to jail. But in the wake of that whole debacle over the weekend, the mayor of Peterborough tweeted out yesterday. People, this is her quote. Yes. People have been asking me to comment on the events of the past weekend. I hate giving airtime and spotlight to these imbeciles. So here is my comment. Bleep off, you bleep wads. (laughs) She used the real words. Yes. What? On a tweet. She wrote it in a tweet. It's not even just a soundbite. Like she wrote bleep off, you bleep wads. (laughs) I so love she's, this. She's trending. Yeah. And for the right right reason. I love this woman. Wow. Oh. That's going to live on forever. So Harry Styles wrapped up his two massive sold out shows in Toronto last night. And let's just say Toronto is not okay. I would just like to thank you, the people of Canada. You are really, really, really. <laughs> we are really, really nice. Fans started up lining, uh, started lining up on Friday. That's seventy-two hours before his first show on Monday. Why? What? What? So, they had tickets. Yes. Well, no. Here's the thing. So there was yeah. this whole tent city, and they were pitched, and so uh, the city kept removing tents. Fans kept coming in, pitching more tents because his stage features like a middle circle around it that's all general admission and whenever oh. you get in you get your first you know spot and obviously the best view based on whoever gets in first so with the general admission uh fans uh, his fans are crazy diehards um they were lining up like 72 hours in advance it was so hard to get tickets for this show and i know it very well in my house like in my house this was the show yeah. my daughter has been waiting for for years like I think I told you guys, we had tickets for his Montreal show. Yeah, you had planned to go yeah. there. Uh, and I planned to take her for her 18th birthday, and then that was canceled, then it was canceled again because of COVID. So she tried so hard to get tickets for this show, and she was on the pre-sale, she's on the fan club, she's on everything. She couldn't even get through. Wow. Her best friend was also trying to get through, got two tickets, and as she was paying for them, one of the tickets got stolen out of <gasps> the cart. No, what? So, her best oh. friend went and not her. Oh. <laughs> so oh. she's watching all these fan clips the last couple of days and like literal tears in my house oh. and then seeing her best friend there and the whole thing. But oh my God, this show just looked incredible. But the funny thing is the way he wrapped up the show is he said, I can't tell you how much poutine I have waiting for me backstage after ah. this show. Yeah. <laughs> He's a big fan. And that's what's trending. Stuntman Stu, Angie and Janelle. Ottawa's Move 100. Good morning and welcome to National Janelle Day. <laughs> oh, why is it your day? <laughs> uh, it's my day because it's uh, National Thrift Shopping Day. My favorite pastime, something I do on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. So you get lost in the thrift shop where a lot of people get lost in like home sense. <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> it's a store you can go to and just browse and spend hours and just waste in time mm-hmm. so i mean because it is national thrift shopping day you know there's a lot of good reasons why you can go out and do this obviously you're going to be creating less waste because it's you're, it's mm-hmm. renewable you're reusing items that would otherwise go to the trash but um they say that right now is actually the best time to kind of sh- hop onto this thrift shopping trend 
Because think about how much purging people did over the last couple of years. Yep. Oh, yeah. Big and time. Cleaned I out mean, closets and storage rooms. We had nothing better to do yep. than to purge, purge, and purge. Dropped it all off at, at the, the store. At the trunk of the car. Just yeah. take it. Take yeah. it off my hands. So, yeah. like, right now is a good time to go into the thrift store. But you have to be ready and in the right mindset to go in there because it can be very overwhelming. Mm-hmm. You can't do a rush job in there. You've got to give yourself, like, at minimum an hour to go through yeah. there and comb through, whether it's, like, the clothing section or it's something else it's like going through a winners you know yeah. like you have to be patient and go through shirt by shirt rack by rack you know the whole thing my kids this is how they shop now this is how teenagers really? shop now for sure they would much rather go to the local thrift stores than the mall believe it or not <laughs> And they don't shop the women's section, though. So they shop the men's section. And they come home with these oversized hoodies for teams they've never heard of or played (laughs) for. You know, oversized button-up shirts that they can then wear with the t-shirts that they're buying from the kids section. Can oh. both can both of you have conversations with my kids, please? <laughs> it would be more affordable for your uh, wallet yes. or your bank. Oh. Yes. Yeah, no, they're all about the thrift shopping. And then like buying like those kitschy sweaters that most people would pass over. Like my like I've said this before, my daughter comes home with sweaters that have like lighthouses and like weird things <laughs> on them and that's considered cool again. That used to yeah. be like stuff like, you know, my mom would wear. <laughs> and I'd be like, no. They need to go through grandma's closet then, I guess. It's true. <laughs> I kind of wish that my mom and my grandma had saved all their wardrobes because they'd be like, this is a gold mine. Yeah. Uh, that's the thing, though, with the thrift store, because I think because a lot of more people are gravitating there, there's no no wonder that they're going to the men's section to find stuff. Yeah. Guys don't go, guys don't go shopping there. The women's section always picked over. Yeah. Got to go to the men's section to find the goods and get the good stuff. So I want to put you on the spot thrift shopper Mm -hmm. what is like what would you consider to be the best deal you've ever uncovered at the thrift store like your best find ever i would say um i got this really awesome like wicker rattan trunk um, and I, I don't know, a lot of people love that kind of like boho style that the wicker rattans kind of come back and it's this trunk. It sits in our entryway. It was like in perfect condition and it's beautiful. You could probably resell it and people would want to buy it for close to $200. And I bought it for, I think 30 bucks. Yes. But what you do to that stuff, a lot of people can't no, do. No, 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 no. She doesn't even, do anything doesn't to it. doesn't need to be touched. Mm. It's she, perfect. Yeah. It's in great condition. It looks beautiful. Like, sometimes you can find stuff like that. I've gotten beautiful arched mirrors because those things have all come back. Yeah. And, I mean, there is the odd time that I found some really great outfits. Like, I've gone to weddings and people are like, "What? Did, where'd you get that? And I'm yeah. like... I got it at the thrift store. <laughs> it's amazing sometimes, but you look through and you're like, someone dropped this off? Like, someone yeah. gave this away? What were you thinking? I know. <laughs> and, and if they see half the time what people actually did with them or how they wear it or how they put it in their house, they'd mm-hmm. probably be like, damn, I want that back now. Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle. Every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. Uh, good morning, Vanessa. Good morning. It's Stu, Angie, and Janelle calling from Move 100. Hi. Vanessa Rodriguez here in Ottawa. How are you feeling with knowing the news that you have won the iHeartRadio Shoutouts to Sheeran contest? I'm still in disbelief. Like, cannot believe it. Amazing. (laughs) 
So you're a huge Sheeran fan then? Well, you know, I did this for my 14-year-old daughter. So oh, her birthday's that's... at the end of the month. She's going to be 15, and this is the ultimate 15th birthday gift. Are you kidding me? Yeah? No yeah. Kidding. Insane. <laughs> I did not. I wasn't even going to enter. It was the last 14 hours yep, of the contest. Wasn't going to even enter. So when you got the call from iHeartRadio telling you that you won this contest out of 24 stations, how did you feel in that moment? Well, I thought it was a scam, <laughs> so I did a lot of questioning. So he probably thought I was ridiculous. So, like, it was insane. I was absolutely insane. Like, nothing was processing. Like, I could not believe it. So does, so does your daughter know yet? So, yes. And she was very calm. And I'm like, but you don't understand. We're going to see Ed Sheeran in Zurich, Switzerland. Like, <laughs> like you don't understand. <laughs> yeah. You don't get it. This is going to be the ultimate mother-daughter trip. As you said, you're going to Zurich, Switzerland. You have the return airfare. You have four nights accommodation. You are going to see Ed Sheeran in concert. And you have 1000 bucks spending money on top of that. Oh, my God. See, this is all news to me because I had no details. <laughs> <And> <laughs> this is amazing. And the best part, you don't have to buy your daughter anything for any of her other birthdays after this. You know, you are absolutely right. This is done for life. She owes yes. me now. Yes, she does. That's we are right. so excited for you guys, and you totally proved that these contests are not a scam <laughs> <laughs> and that you should always at least try to enter because it paid off for you. You're off to oh Ed Sheeran. Congrats. God. Thank you so much. We're so excited. Thank you. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Are we ready for Benefer Wedding 2.0, everybody? No. <laughs> the big one, baby. So one month after tying the knot in Vegas, apparently J-Lo and Ben are having the big wedding this weekend. And it's apparently on Ben's estate in Georgia. So this is where they were supposed to get married the first time around, like 20 years ago. And apparently it's going to be a party fit for the pages of Vogue because Vogue magazine is expected to document her fashion journey for the weekend. Of course. All her different looks. Yeah. So she's expected to wear a custom couture Ralph Lauren dress that was made for her in Italy. It's this three-day intimate celebration, they're calling it. Intimate. Three-day. Three-day intimate. (laughs) For just family and friends. So the rehearsal dinner Friday, actual ceremony Saturday, and then a picnic and barbecue on Sunday. Mm. I'm sure they're throwing on burgers and dogs for that. Yeah. Yeah. You know what would have been cool is if they just did the wedding that they had planned to do 20 years ago. Like, same outfit, same color scheme. Yeah. Right? (laughs) Just, like, go all in and make it really, really vintage. You know? What's old is new again. Yeah, something old. (laughs) So, speaking of celebrities, the Muskokas apparently were crawling with them this past weekend. So, get this. David Beckham and Victoria Beckham, Posh Spice, uh, Mark Wahlberg. Cindy Crawford and her husband Randy, they were all in the Muskokas this past weekend vacationing with former Toronto Maple Leafs player Ty Domi. Yeah, I saw that. (laughs) So there was all these Instagram photos and pictures of them boating around, having their wine nights, uh, posh spice lounging by the lake. And then Mark Wahlberg just casually waltzes into a local gym there because, of course, he can't not go to the gym, even on vacation. He found this place, F45 in Muskoka, and he went in and did a group fitness class. Really? Like, what are you doing if he, this is your gym and Mark Wahlberg walks in and asks if he can join the class? Hey, I'm running I, out. 
I, yeah, right? Yeah, I don't want him to see me struggle. Right? <laughs> and, and more importantly, who who works on a vacation? Well, he does. He knows yeah, but do. He works out like 15 times a day. You would think that the, the, this, like, whoever's house they were staying at might just Ty have, Domi. would have a gym. Yeah. You know? I don't know. Well, he uh, gave them the ultimate endorsement, too. He actually posted about them. He said, best workout on the planet. This was a game changer. You want to get fit? You better go to F45. Like, really? you can't pay oh. for that. That's wow. unbelievable for that company. But, yeah, pretty cool to see them all mingling amongst yeah. us. <laughs> Commoners. Common folk. <laughs> We're peasants. Yeah, exactly. And that's what's trending. It's time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. All right, all right, all right. Janelle, who's made the cut? Okay, this morning we have on the line with us Kathy and Jen. Stu, you and Jen will be going first this morning. All right, Jen, good morning. Stu. Are you ready to win? I'm so ready. Okay. Let's do this. Our categories, Janelle? Well, thank you to Elizabeth Stokely, who sent in our categories this morning. And uh, we have good smells or bad smells. Oh, what do you like? Uh, good smells. Good smells. All right, thinking good smells. Three, two, one. You you cut a, a bunch of these and you send them to your flowers. Your, yes, and you wash your body with this soap. And you're eating chocolate chip cookies. And you're peeling these first thing in the morning. Peeling, peeling bananas. No, um, uh, these are newborn. Babies? Yes, and uh, oh, I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna put something on. I'm gonna make something in my backyard. I'm gonna cook it on the stove on the barbecue. Yes, and uh, sh- sh- I'm, I'm spraying this on Perfume. my neck. Yes. Wow. Ooh. Ooh. You guys got six. Almost you were all good, of Jen. them. Thank you were good. You. The only so one you. that you uh, got caught up on was oranges. Yeah. Oh, oranges. Oranges. Mm-hmm. Good job, guys. Okay, awesome. All right, we had a game. Uh, we're going to go over to Kathy. Good morning, Kathy. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you doing? Good. Good, good. All right, so they did pretty well. That's going to be hard to beat. Yeah, but we, it's always doable, Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so our category again is? Bad smells. Bad smells, Kathy. Okay. All right, here we go. You have to change a baby's? Diaper. When you put stuff in the washing machine, you're doing the? Laundry. Uh, this comes out of your mouth. It's bad. Breath. Yes, uh, this is another word for cow poo. What's it called? Cow poo is known as... Oh! No, it's cow what? In the fields. No. Patties. No, okay, skip it. Uh, This comes out of your butt. Poop. No, like when you you pass gas. Fart. Yes. When fruit goes black, it's what? Oh. Ripe. No, it's rotten. Rotten is the word she was like. Kathy. 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 Manure. Cow manure. (laughs) But I love that you use the S word. (laughs) Okay, thanks, Kathy. Oh, my gosh. Play again. Thanks, Kathy. Jen. You won. We won, Stu. Yes, we won, Jen. You did a good team. We certainly did. (laughs) Tell her what she's won. You have gotten yourself a $50 uh, gift card to use at Magic Cuts. Plus, we're going to be entering you in for our uh, grand prize draw, which is haircuts for a year. And that's valued at $300. That sounds wonderful. I sure need that. (laughs) Perfect. Thank you so much, guys. You're welcome. Stu, Angie, and Janelle.
I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. All right, we've got Heather on the line this morning. She wants to win her way into the Backstreet Boys. Good morning. Good morning. Heather, how much do you want to go to this show? I really want to go to the show. I haven't been to a concert in forever, and I've never seen them. <laughs> oh! Well, if you win, and I say if you win, you'll be in the uh, the suite. The party yeah, it suite. Makes it even better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, but as always, you know we're going to make you work for it just a little bit here, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the Backstreet's Backwords contest. So today, we're going to have you spell this word backwards. And it's all in regards to the new Christmas album that the Backstreet Boys have. A new one. Yeah, it's their very first ever. It's coming out in the fall. It's called A Very Backstreet Christmas. (laughs) So, Heather, to win these tickets, we want you to spell Christmas backwards. Oh, God. Go. Um, F-A-M-T-S-I-R... H-C. (laughs) You have the tickets, Heather. Oh, yay. Thank you so much. So you get to party it up in the Move 100 party suite September the 1st at the CTC. And you're going to the Backstreet Boys. Yay. I'm going to bring my youngest. She's never been to a concert. What's her name? Lauren. How old is she? She's 13. Oh, that'll be an awesome time for her. I love it when we introduce the next generation to what they need to know. (laughs) I 100% agree. (laughs) Have the best time, guys. Thank you so much. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, it appears she is still the one that they want. Millions of Olivia Newton-John fans have revisited or discovered for the very first time her music on streaming services following her death. And last week, at the end of the week, on-demand audio and video streams for her music amounted to over 11,200,000 streams for the week. Whoa, what was it before that? So, like, a million. So this is a 614% increase from the week prior. Wow. So those are big numbers for someone who hasn't been on the charts since the early 80s. -hmm. But what happened in addition to that is the Grease soundtrack that you just heard right there. Total streams for that were up 231%. Yes. So, again, we talked about the older generations discovering all of this great stuff. Like, look what happened. Happen with Stranger Things and that yeah. running up that hill. Absolutely. Song. I mean, they, like when uh, Kim wore Marilyn Monroe's dress, people yeah. started to find out who she even was for yeah. the first time. Right? I know. So, You've got to get that soundtrack to Greece if you don't yeah. have it in your collection. You know what? I actually just went back down and, and I watched the video for Xanadu again. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Such a good song. Yeah. And she's just so beautiful, yeah. honestly. So politicians usually work really hard on their perfect quotes, their sound bites. They don't want to get anything wrong, ruffle any feathers. And then there's the Peterborough mayor. I love her. <laughs> Diane Terrian. So she is trending all over Twitter. And that is uh, in the wake of this big wild scene that happened in Peterborough over the weekend. You probably saw the Canadian QAnon followers tried and failed. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, they failed miserably. They went in and tried to arrest Peterborough police officers. I don't understand that concept. Because they wanted to arrest them for their role in Canada's rollout of the vaccine. 
vaccines because they're yeah. anti-vaxxers. And uh, what ended up happening is the police in turn arrested them. <laughs> so in the wake of this whole debacle, because everybody was talking about it, uh, the mayor of Peterborough, Diane, tweeted out yesterday. She put this in words on Twitter. Yes. And I quote. And still there. It's and, not been oh, taken yeah. down yet. No, no, no. She's, <laughs> she probably has it pinned at this point. Uh, people have been asking me to comment on the events of the past weekend. I hate giving airtime or spotlight to these imbeciles. So here is my comment. Bleep off, you bleep wads. <laughs> but, oh. but she wrote the real words. I wish she would run for PM. <laughs> she is the mayor yes. of Peterborough. And she wrote bleep off, you bleep wads. I love it. Good for her. <laughs> so she's not mincing words. She's using all the words. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what's trending. Brought to you by the Donnelly Automotive Group. Good morning. We're looking for Kim, please. Speaking. Do you know who this is? No. Uh, did you enter a contest on Move 100? Uh, a while ago, yes. Not just yesterday? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, I did. <laughs> what was yesterday again? Yeah, yesterday was Tuesday. <laughs> well, my last week was a long week. I worked six days, so my days are all blending. <laughs> well, we'll put you out of your misery here, Kim. It's Move 100 calling. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> and the contest that you did enter yesterday was for our summer wind down wine tour. Oh, yes, I did. It sounds like you need a little bit of a getaway and uh, a break. Yes. Well, we are going to take you down to Prince Edward County. You got a spot on the bus. Get out of here. No. <laughs> oh, my God. That's awesome. Uh, Kim, you get to bring along a friend, a spouse, someone with you on the bus, and we're going to go sip wine in Prince Edward County all day long. Oh, my God. My sister and I were talking about planning this trip and I'm like I haven't even booked a vacation part yet and I'm like oh well and <laughs> well, I keep putting it off there you go well now it's taken care of yeah. for you is this real yes <laughs> it's real <laughs> very real we look oh, forward awesome. to meeting you yes I would look forward to meeting you guys as well I feel like I know you <laughs> thank you so much all right let's call our next lucky winner Hi, we're looking for Joan McCarthy, please. Joan. Hi, Joan. How are you? Good. Do you like wine? Yeah. Would you like to drink wine in Prince Edward County with the gang from Move 100? Yeah. Are you serious? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, I would. <laughs> oh, my God. Joan, it's oh Stu, God. Angie, and Janelle calling to let you know that you and a friend have secured a seat on our Prince Edward County wine tour bus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <That's great. laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that's, that's wonderful. We look forward to meeting you, Joan. We'll see you on the bus and go drink some wine with you. Okay, I'm looking forward to it. Thank you very much. I got the feels. And it feels good. It's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100. Well, a Stittsville family has not one, but two new furry family members in what is the sweetest happy ending for two little beagles. So this Ottawa family, uh, Michael Frame and his wife, learned about the plight of the dogs from a news report about these 4,000 beagles 
that were freed from a facility in Virginia that was breeding them to be sold for drug experiments. Yeah, oh I saw this. God. And it was awful. 4,000. So animal rescue agencies in the U.S. were looking for homes for these dogs. So the Frame family happens to have an older family beagles, 13. And it became a topic at their dinner table, obviously. They love beagles. They were talking about how awful this story was. Then the conversation turned to, well... Maybe we could adopt one. So they weren't even sure if any of the American agencies would allow a Canadian to adopt one of the dogs or if border services would allow the dog into the country. So they spoke to several rescue agencies before finding one that would adopt to a Canadian family. So they hopped in the car from Stittsville and drove to Salem, Massachusetts, and they brought out this fuzzy little puppy, two months old, and Michael said his wife very quickly elbowed him and said, Ask them for another one. (laughs) (laughs) Without hesitation, they gave them another one. So he said they brought the two puppies home. They are happy to be together. Wendell and Sydney, they're in pretty good health. And they're already warming up to the family. They also have three teenage boys at home. Oh, wow. (laughs) So (laughs) they said anytime one of the boys comes home, all the puppies are running around excited. Uh, The first couple of days, their older dog, Jake, who again is 13 and set in his ways, was very much like who are these things and why are they in my house (laughs) but now he's warming up to the new activity around the new pups Uh, but Michael said he and his family you know weren't ready to bring another dog into the house until they saw this just heartbreaking story like 4,000 dogs and they thought if we can at least take one or two uh, what they ended up doing uh, he said at least we're doing our little part but in the end, it's uh, they're the ones winning because they said they're just such a great addition Aww. to their family. But. Adorable, so adorable too. puppies. Did yeah. you see the photo yeah. of yeah. them? Oh, my God. It's just pulling on all the puppy strings. That, yeah. You know, it's like when you're having a baby. <laughs> you see little babies. You see little puppies. And that's all the feels on Move 100.